Welcome back to Pick 'em with the Boys. Let's make some money. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I am JJ. Across the table from me is John Gancy. John Gancy, how are you today? You know, I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. Um, officially, officially a resident of Michigan. And my last Look stuff, at the boy. My last stuff out of Chicago, here in Michigan. He caught the full last time. train out of Chicago. Full time. <laughs> so, uh, nice. yeah. Yeah, I'm, no, here. I'm excited. I'm here to stay. I know, I'm excited. Once you actually, because obviously you're Airbnb in for a little bit, yeah, I'm excited to uh, get to your basement in Ferndale. And oh yeah, the live tweets at that point are going to be good. <laughs> Beautiful. So, we came up with something after last week's pod of trying to do like a version of stock up, stock down, or things you liked, things you didn't like from last week to kind of just check on the temperature of college football we <laughs> we we settled on no actual name for the segment yeah just something that you really like paired with a team that you really liked and then something that you didn't really like paired with something that you don't like that's seasonal <laughs> pretty much if you have a if you have a think of a, think of a name for us you tweet us at uh, yeah. pick them with, with the boys, the boys, boys on Twitter. Yes, uh, that would be helpful because uh, we, as of right now, I think we are just going to give our our pumpkin spice latte. Yep. and then our candy corn of the week from last week. Yes, <laughs> our good and our bad. You know which one's right. Yes, and which one's wrong. So, John, I say you. What was your pumpkin spice latte oh, last week? My pumpkin spice latte, and and no no offense, I've never actually had a pumpkin spice latte, but. I've um, heard they're pretty good. I know it's the super basic thing. They're super delicious. They're so good. Are they? <laughs> yeah. I'll try one. One day when we're hanging out on Saturday. Perfect. All right. My pumpkin spice latte is no other. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a good pumpkin spice I, latte. Second half Cincinnati. Second half Cincinnati. <laughs> but I, I think that's the, the, the point, too. It's like, you know, I mean, every, every team in Destiny is always going to have a tough, a tough game here, tough game there. Um, and I like how they weathered through that first half, you know, that first quarter, really. And really? The first yeah. half. Yep. Coming back uh, in the second quarter, scoring 10, making that game close, and then really blowing, you know, not blowing any in a way, but taking, you know, running away with it a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, I, once you put Penix in a position where he literally, like, he has to throw the ball, and once they got right. there, you know, I, I totally understand what you're saying, though. That first quarter, and then even the first, like, five, five, six, seven minutes of the. Second quarter, it was really until that targeting call, and then once once Indiana got hit with that targeting, the entire game flipped. And Cincinnati getting those ten points going into halftime, making it fourteen ten instead of like fourteen nothing or fourteen three, just felt massive. Because I was texting you about it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Cincinnati can't do anything. They look deer in the headlights, like nothing nothing can go right. And then all of a sudden, it was like bang, quick ten, get the ball, and mm-hmm. then they never. You know, they never, never look back. back. And that's like, I think that's the, the, those type of teams that can do that, you know, that have that mentality, even though it's going not well for them, they can switch a game like that. You know, these teams that, you know, can play in a playoff. Right. And that's where they, you know, that's where they're headed. That's where they're headed because they're going to beat Notre Dame in two weeks. Bang. Put it right here. <laughs> Calling it. Yeah. But I like, I like what I saw from them. I like that. That was good moxie. Good moxie. Uh, speaking of moxie, uh-huh. my pumpkin spice latte, Sean Clifford. Oh, a lot of moxie. That whiteout, I know it was like the the most cliche thing ever to say ever was how cool the whiteout was. The whiteout was actually badass, and the game lived up to the hype. It was awesome. Uh, it was a perfect Saturday night college football game. Um, Penn State looked great. Uh, don't you're fourth fourth and goal, mm-hmm. and you throw a fade route. For it's all not, like it's not good. I did not understand that play call at it's all. It's good when you're playing like backyard football, right? <laughs> but not but no, and, not and when the you throw wasn't even close. Yeah, so um, but no, that was my good. I think Penn State now has two legit wins under their belt. Maybe like the two best in the like from any team. You know, you have a win at Wisconsin and a win home against the uh, Auburn team, which it could prove out to be that this Auburn team isn't super great, but. Given the given the stakes and what was going on, that that was a huge twenty eight twenty win. I thought, and yeah, just the atmosphere, the whole thing about it. It had like a big game feel to it, and it delivered. I I enjoyed the hell out of that game. So uh, my pumpkin spice latte is Penn State 
coming away with a 28-20 victory at home and cover city for cover the city let's go that's really what's important <laughs> so we both had cincinnati and we both had yeah. penn state so yeah. that was a good one for us um your candy corn oh my candy corn yeah candy corn's gross uh, i mean i always i'll have a handful but it's pretty gross mm. my candy corn is as gross as clemson's offense Ooh. 14 points against Oof, a georgia duh. tech team that uh, lost to Rocky Lombardi. No, no offense, Rocky. You're awesome. Yeah, well, uh, we'll never forget last year yeah, well, in the big house. Um, John obviously had some, or Jim had some uh, things to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> 63 to 10. Yeah, yeah. Swallowing. That's not that's but, not on you, Rocky. It's yeah. not on you. But yeah, this is this is kind of panic mode. Yeah, I feel like we talked earlier. We talked on our first podcast. ACC is not super strong. Like there's not, you know, we thought Clemson no. could run pretty tight. You know, to to the to the schedule because the the conference isn't super strong, but yeah. now it looks like hey, this could be kind of a slip they, up game. This could be a slip up game. Yeah, like at Pitt, and, there's like at like right at places where like this is not. It's not unless the offense starts clicking. Yeah, and that's I think the biggest thing is that it's it's not like Georgia Tech's not good, and for you to just no. I I understand monsoon. There was like a two hour delay in the game, but they just. Looked bad yeah. the entire way through. So I'm I'm with you. Clemson is that's a good candy corn because I and here's like here's their next what next six games okay okay at NC okay a lot of at games a lot of going places okay so at NC State versus BC at home that's probably fine at Q's in the Carrier Dome no AC no AC uh, and apparently they have a top ten defense top in the ten nation. defense <laughs> at Pitt Florida State. At, at like a Louisville that looked a lot better than that first oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that then also was, you know, Old Miss looks that good. So, yes, yeah. We're learning more. I mean, like yeah. there's – would it surprise if, you if they lose one of those games even though they're not great opponent, like crazy awesome opponents, but no, they're but away if you, games? if you're only going to score – if you're going to score under 20, there's going to be a game where you, you get got. Saying. You know That's what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So I understand – It's going to be that Louisville defense. game. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Or that pick game. Something like that, though. Yeah, yeah. I so, actually, um, I'd, I'd be. I mean, it's weird. It's weird to look at Clemson. And, and little, that. little foreshadowing, but maybe a little bit earlier than you think. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe the Wolfpack take them down. <laughs> well, three thirty um, on ESPN. Today. That's a good candy corn because uh, we'll we'll also get into it in a second here um, about what's moving moving forward, the landscape of everything, mm-hmm. and uh, and Clemson's offense being mm-hmm. that bad is, is something that's we're going to talk about. It's not great. Yes. Um, my candy corn is the Pac-12 South. So the Pac-12 South, while everybody was was a few beers deep and, uh, and getting ready to snooze away, uh, Arizona lost to Northern Arizona, 21-19. Um, Utah lost in triple overtime to San Diego State. 33-31. We, um, we had the game of the night, which nobody could watch because it was on the Pac-12 network, but Fresno State 40 to, uh, uh, 41-37 excuse me, over UCLA. Uh, Arizona State Arizona State against BYU. Yep, lost. 17 penalties? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> so the only team that won really was USC. And... Yeah, so that was my mm-hmm. case. Everybody just kept losing. Yep. <laughs> it yep. was all two Mountain West or kind of Mountain West teams in BYU. but Which makes, means Oregon, you're feeling real good. Yeah, I would be. Mm-hmm. And that was just a lot of... Every every touchdown was not for a Pac-12 South team that they were playing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So that was my uh, candy corn. Yep. That's a good one. So that makes I, sense. Yes. So that was our, our weekly segment. We're going to try and change it up each week. But basically, what, what good and what bad did you see? And we're just going to name a different... Mm-hmm. <laughs> different oh, yeah. We'll name it. Yeah. Yes, yes. So um, instead of we'll, naming... We'll take suggestions, though. I was going to say... We have, like... Just not, not full, we're going to actually just name the segment this. I want each week somebody to send in... Yep. Like a... A good and a bad for, yes. your, like... Yep. Whatever theme... Whatever, like, week... Month we're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So we were, we were moving creative. into fall. Get it started, creative. it was 55 and uh, raining today. So yep. it felt like fall was the way to go there. Yeah. And, yep. It definitely was fall in Michigan today. So now that we are done with our brand new segment, do, do, do. It's a good transition. Thank you. Yeah. I have a couple of questions for you before we get rolling. Okay. We're three weeks in. Yes. The, Feels... to- the top 10. Top 10. Bama, Georgia, Oregon, Oklahoma is your top four, which would be your playoff <laughs> yeah. spots, yeah. quote unquote. 
Um, five Iowa, six Penn State, seven Texas A&M, eight Cincinnati, nine Clemson, ten Ohio State. I love how wide open it feels. Okay. I love how wide open it feels. This feels a little 2070. Yeah. But yeah. There, that had just so much chaos that obviously we're not going to get to that level. But it there's a real chance that there's four, like three one-loss teams and a two-loss team in the playoff or something. Well, besides Cincinnati, undefeated Cincinnati, but yeah. Un, yeah right. Yes. Right. No, but there's like a, you know, because now all of a sudden, like Florida showed us a ton. Yeah. We were... Last week in these chairs talking about how Emory Jones, we didn't think that he could get it done. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even use Richardson at all. Yep. They, he had hamstring thing um, right before yep. right before game time. So it was it was all on Emory Jones, and he looked good. Mm-hmm. Especially for, for what was in front of him, like a Bama defense, we thought that was going to be just dunzo. Mm-hmm. And especially after the first quarter, it was like, you know, 21 to 3. It's like, all right, this could be... This could get out of hand in a hurry, mm-hmm. and to Florida's credit, they fought back and scratch back yeah, in that so game. That, that was, was, really, that was that impressive. Was a really yeah. good game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Bama now has like a clear flaw, where yep. their defense can't isn't like insane, and yeah, they're just really good. Right? No, just, I know, no, I know, but no, when you're getting into it's just these, funny to look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Georgia looks the best so far. I mm-hmm. think Oregon, yes. obviously, that was a very impressive win um, at Ohio State, and then. The Fresno win now looks kind of sneaky great, mm-hmm. you know. Oklahoma hasn't been impressive really at all. They, no. I mean, no. yeah, they str- like they they were up comfortably against Tulane, but then let it kind of get closer than it should have. Right. But that Nebraska game was and you tough saw to and you watch. saw Tulane just get like, yeah ran over Old by Man. Ole Miss, yeah. which is yes. a whole another. Which I love it because it adds another dimension to yes. this whole thing. Here. Yes. Um. And then and said, that game in Tuscaloosa in a couple weeks is gonna. Oh be my god, fun. it's gonna be so awesome! It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be so awesome. Yes. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, Iowa. Like Iowa has two good wins, but are you? Is this like? Um, remember, it was like four or five years ago when they had the Ricky Stanzi Iowa team, mm-hmm. and it was like, right, Ricky? Yeah, Ricky Stanzi, right? Yeah, Ricky. Stanzi. Yeah, yeah. And he was. They they ended up going undefeated, or they had one loss. Oh yeah, it was the team that lost to. You in the Big Twelve? Or, oh, you mean the reach? Yes. You mean, yes. Yeah. The drive. Saying. Yeah. And uh, and then they went out to the Rose Bowl, and Christian McCaffrey ran for like five hundred yards of total offense, <laughs> and it was like, oh yeah, maybe I wasn't that great. Like it doesn't feel that drastic for no, this team. Yeah. Their defense is sweet, but right. And I think that's <clears> the thing is like I think they can sneak through the Big Ten West unscathed, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, well we kind of have to have Iowa here, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, Right, that's yeah. The Big Ten is interesting because I, yeah, I think I was. I mean, I was get gets Penn State at home. Their next like you know gets Colorado State. That game's gonna be sweet. Then at Maryland, they should win that, and then uh, Penn State at home at ten nine. I think you're gonna see. That's I mean, that's. I think I was pretty good. I don't think they're like I. I no, but I think like like if you told me that they were gonna go like like nine and three and finishing an Outback Bowl, I'd be like, all right, that. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. If you were to tell me that they're going to be the third team in the nation, I'd be like, what? Yeah, because, I mean, if you, like, if you, Iowa versus Ole Miss right now, mm-hmm. Ole Miss is going to be favored that game. Right. Even though they're ranked Absolutely. 13. Like, yeah. that's, yep. you know. Penn State ranked at six after the Auburn win. Mm-hmm. That also, actually, I'm going to just, I'm going to put a pin in Penn State because I have another question for you that involves them. Fair um, Texas A&M with a backup quarterback, so we don't really know what's going on there. Yep. Cincinnati, you've pointed out Cincinnati, they have a chance now. They have a. This is if you're gonna pick a, a year to be a non-power five team and run the table and get into a playoff, this is the year. Right. This is the year. I think what year. they're gonna need is Indiana to finish better than they might. Indiana in the Big Ten East, when you play, you know, Michigan, Michigan yeah. State, Ohio State, Penn State. That, if you if you run the table here with, with a Notre wins Dame over one. Iowa win, or Indiana. Wins over Notre Dame. You'd ha- you, if you ran the table, you'd have a win over Tulane, you'd have, which is going to be like the best six and six team Ever. in the nation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you'd have a win over UCF as well. I mean, yeah, that's not Gabriel thing sucks. Yeah, right. By the way, it's not you know it's not the SEC, but if you're undefeated, right? No, I, that, know. I know. With and, with, and with, with the chaos, I think it's going to happen. Said, what what they need is losses. In front right, of and I think they're going to get them. Yes, and I think they're going to. They're going to get them, and I think that's the thing is. 
Man, I yeah, I want to know. I want to hear that locker room speech um, at Notre Dame next week. Oh yeah, it's gonna be so. Because I am excited yeah. about that. Um, and then Clemson, we just talked about their offense. If they're not gonna score more than twenty-one points a game, then I don't know what the hell nope. we're doing here. And then Ohio State, I mean that that final score is not what the final score was last week. Like, right, th- they were in a dogfight with Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the final ended up being something forty-eight to twenty-seven or yep. something like that. But it was not even a little bit close to that. Nope, you can't trust Ohio State right now. Either. Right, yeah, and yeah, the final was forty-one twenty. Excuse me. So yeah, it, it, I don't know. I the more I look at it, the more it's like you know, I'm I'm on uh, DraftKings right now, and like I know we've been pumping old Mrs. Tires here, but at plus seven thousand five hundred to win the national championship, it's like. It's not the most if ridiculous gonna, flyer in the if world. You're going to put what it I mean? on someone. Let's put it on the back. Because right now it's, back it's, back Alabama, it's Alabama and Georgia, the two heavy favorites. Yeah. Alabama plus 175, Georgia plus 300 to win the. This is to win the national championship. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma's at a uh, plus 1,000. Then Clemson at plus 1,200. I think that's more. No, thank you. That has more to do with the ACC than it does. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ohio State also plus 1,200. Don't really. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into the, uh, the Big Ten East, but. That's have fun with that, and then Oregon's plus two thousand. So maybe you like go that direction, or you try to take a team that's way off the board, that is undefeated, yeah. like an Ole Miss or like Cincinnati at plus six thousand. I you know and Iowa with State it, yeah. with one loss at plus eight thousand right now, something like that. Where because I just don't see it with some of these like the the high power teams. You're not going to get the, enough value for it, and there's too many that are showing flaws right now. Right. Right. Yeah, and I think that's the that's it's going to be interesting. What I want to see is can is Georgia going to pull away from the pack a little bit here um, in these next couple of games? I mean, they get or at Vandy, that's a W, but then they uh, get Arkansas at home, and then at Auburn, like those Arkansas at home and the Auburn game should show you a little bit more about yes what's going on with with uh, Uga right? And uh, cause I, I think that's that. the one that you're sitting there going, okay, maybe it's maybe it's Georgia, maybe it's Georgia is the one that's going to really pull away from this because I mean, Bama's still going to be there. But they I think, are, but they're, they have but to, do the, they have to deal the with same the Bama. West, yeah. too, right. where it's like that now Arkansas is a good football team, and Ole Miss is a good football team. And right. I know it's not traditionally good teams. And right. Texas a and I know they have a backup quarterback, but they still have a ton of dudes, right. and that's at Kyle Field. So, you Man, know, What's it, that line going to be? In the, I, I want to know what that line's going to be in the Ole Miss-Alabama game in two weeks. <laughs> I... I I think we're going to take Ole Miss. I, I, I think know. That's I just what, think, yeah, like, see, whatever see, it is, um, going to take Ole Miss. I saw a little nugget from uh, the Unnecessary Roughness pod. Mm-hmm. Um, 18 ranked teams have lost so far this season. That's the most through three weeks in the history of the polls. I love it. So that's kind this of... This is, like, this is what you want, though. I mean, right, I feel like we've got, right. like, you know, we, we've talked about playoff expansion and stuff, and, like, you know, we're... It's been Bam, Ohio State... Notre Dame. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Clemson. Like it's, it's been the same yeah. four. Like yeah, which you know you get great games, which is awesome. Once you get to January and stuff, mm-hmm. but but we want this chaos well, yeah, to happen say, a little bit. We want more. There's also like people be in play because like Notre Dame was the fourth team last year, clearly right, and then that played itself out when Alabama just beat the doors off of them right. in the semifinal. It's like right. all right, well that's not even that fun, mm-hmm. and the fact that there's it feels like, like you said, maybe Georgia, but it doesn't feel like there's a team that's like, ah, oh, shit, this is, you know, what are we even playing yeah. for? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Bama's still going to be Bama. That's the thing. Is like, but it's not the same Bama as no, last it's year. No, not, it's not last year and it's not two years ago and it's not the, like, or, you know, the last few years, I guess I should say. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for how wide open it is. And, yes, it's, I understand it's through week three, but I, I'm just excited at what is happening yeah. instead of just steady as she goes yeah, it's do, been fun yeah. so far, and it's only week yep. three, and we're not even really hitting fall yet. Right, exactly. So I wanted to put a pin in Penn State because I have another question for you. Will October thirtieth decide the Big Ten East? October thirtieth, my Wolverines go to. What, are you calling it the Woodshed? The Woodshed, the woodshed baby. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh, to, I love it so much. I need Spartan a shirt. Stadium. I need a shirt uh, for the Woodshed. It's for for. The, Did you see um, the story about that? Like why no, it's called that? No. And so like apparently. Uh, there's an old old line coach back when Michigan State won the Citrus Bowl back in the day um, that called it the Woodshed, and they went undefeated that season. They went like six and zero in, oh, in Spartan Stadium. Got it. And so Mel Tucker, I was kind of wondering, brought was, it back. Got He's it. like been talking about it all the time in his press yes, conference. Yes, I keep hearing yeah. it. I didn't know the story. Yeah. So that would be. I mean, we need we need a nickname, and the Woodshed makes sense. There a you lot. Go. It does. 
Yep. I so, mean, as a man that graduated from Eastern Michigan, and they have a concrete field called the factory. That yeah. makes sense, too. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, um, also, on October 30th is Penn State against Ohio State. So those are basically shaping up to be the four best teams in the East. Yes. Like, you know, and it feels good to be back. It feels good to yeah. be in that conversation yeah. again. <laughs> yep, yep. And playing, just playing good football and fun football to watch. Right. Um, to your question, though, I don't think it's decided on that day. Okay. It's going to come down to 11 27. Yep. Because same four teams are against each other, say, just in different, the, uh, yes, in different spots. That is uh, Michigan State home, or is that, uh, yeah, they're home for Penn State, mm-hmm. and then uh, the, the Buckeyes come to. Yep. the big house so right. that'll be and so I think that's you know I think we'll we're gonna know a lot more about these obviously not no right no know a lot more about these teams on on the 30th because those are gonna be great games right and I bet you within you know point spreads are within three to three to four mm-hmm. maybe but yep. like nothing more than that if things keep going the way that right. they if are trying, and I yeah. don't see Michigan slipping up before then and I don't see you know Michigan State uh, knock on wood. Yeah, I mean, the, we got at Rutgers, the, at Iowa, uh, Indiana could happen, one of those two. But, eh. you know, worst case scenario, the hopefully we're 6-1 going in there. I was going to say, like, the good news for you guys is that you dodge the Wisconsin and yeah. uh, Iowa train. That's 100% true. Because yes, that's – so yeah. Penn State has Iowa – they're at Iowa on the 9th, and, uh, October 9th, and Michigan is at Wisconsin on, the, on mm-hmm. October 2nd. And so – Man, Penn State's gonna be fucking battle tested, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's more of Ohio State also dodges those two. Yeah. So I think that has more to do with it. But the thirtieth is gonna be a very we're gonna know a lot. I feel like mm-hmm. coming out of that, and then like you said, as long as everything continues on a collision course, that uh, that Thursday or that Saturday after th- the Thursday Thanksgiving is gonna be. That's gonna, gonna be, be fun awesome. too. Yeah. Like yeah it, so it, hopefully it just stays that way. Right. Exactly. But yeah, I don't think it's decided on that. But I think we're gonna have an inkling of like who is actually coming out of the Big Ten then. Yes. Um. So cool. I don't yeah. No, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think like who. Like I like that we're at home in that game, and when I, we'll dive deeper into this, I'm sure in other pods. I like that mm-hmm. we're at home in that game. And I like, like I would like if you were making me pick right now, I'd pick us and I pick Ohio State to win those games. But then I like that Michigan's at home against Ohio State right. in the, in the la- yeah. later part of the game, and and our back half, you know, back four games of our schedule aren't easy. So it's um, yeah, it's just interesting. I just yeah. was noting that basically of the four teams in the Big Ten East, yeah. they play each other on the same days essentially. Right. No, it's so, yeah, it's cool, yeah. and I like how it's you know I love being think, back to yeah. you know being playing Penn State at, at the end of the year. End of the year too. It feels right. It feels good. Nice. It's like we're back. <laughs> yes. Back to the woodshed. Back to the um, woodshed. Let's go. So that leads me to my next question, which is my last question before we get into uh, mm-hmm. this week four slate. Week four, week four slate isn't super awesome, so mm-hmm. that's why we kind of we're taking a, a bigger, broader look at just college football. Mm-hmm. Um, the question I have written out is: Who is your Heisman favorite, and why is it Matt Corral? <laughs> <laughs> he is not. I love him so much. He's now the betting favorite at plus two hundred. Bryce Young is plus 225, and then it drops off of a cliff. Rattler is at plus 1,600. Ritter is at plus 1,800. Um, saw a fun stat on the telecast. Ritter has 15 games with a pass and a rushing touchdown in the same game, mm-hmm. which feels just like like that's very good. That's good. <laughs> like, yes. um, Ain't bad. The two that I wanted to point out, uh, your boy Kenny Walker is plus 4,000. Let's go. Um, and then my guy, obviously, he's not going to get enough touches because we have we're running seven running backs at mm-hmm. all times now. But uh, Corum is plus five thousand. And eventually, you're going to actually have to throw the ball in the game. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. Wing T. Let's go. <laughs> yep, <laughs> bringing it back. <laughs> so, yeah, Matt Corral. That game was absolutely otherworldly on uh, Saturday he night. Looks so they good. Played against Tulane. And uh, they scored 61 points without really batting an eye. That was so impressive. Let me, I'm pulling up his stats right now. I asked, um, that game. I asked a couple of friends today in some group texts just about like, you know, do you think the Lions will take a quarterback if they're, you know, if they have a top three pick this year? And I got a response like, no, because there's no one that great in the top, you know, in the top quarterback, which is right now true. Like if you're sitting there going like, Looking at mock drafts, there's no one in like the top 15. Like I saw, 
What did I see? I think I saw Rattler today at like 14 or 15 as like the first quarterback off the board. Oh, really? In a mock draft I was looking at. Yeah. But can they Corral dropped, make yeah. a jump like Zach Wilson last year yeah. where you're sitting there and you're going, well, this like this kid can play like yeah I mean and and then all of a sudden he's a top, he's a number one overall pick right. I mean I don't think it's crazy like he looks that good yeah and I know that like he's running an offense that is right geared for this right but but he's also making I, good re- like he's making good reasons yes, to throw yeah, it's not yep. just like twenty three for thirty one three hundred thirty five yards and three touchdowns. And then oh, let's chip in with thirteen carries for sixty eight yards and four tuds. That right. was seven touchdowns. Right. And they didn't. They, he didn't even play in the fourth quarter. Right. That's why I'm so excited for that Bama game. I want to see him against Bama's yes. defense. Then you're going to get to know what he's what he can really do. And that's it's going to be fun. I yeah. think it's. I, I hope it's fun. I hope it's just not no I Bama. Yeah. Just, but I don't think it is. I think it's going to be no. A, I think really it's going to be fun too. They had 707 yards of total offense. <laughs> <laughs> I know Tulane's defense is like not that's pretty awesome, good, but I mean that's the same team that took. That they, had a chance they, to beat Oklahoma. Right, they had, exactly. the, had the ball down down five. So oh, it's not it's not a bad two lane team. That's again going to be the best six and six team in the country right. because they've played Oklahoma, Ole Miss. They yeah. get Cincinnati later. Yeah. So yeah, they're yeah. Speaking of battle tested, we were talking about Penn State. Yeah. Tulane's Tulane's going to yeah, mess up outrageous. some big power five team in like some random six and six bowl. Like what? Like oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna yeah they're gonna play in like the Liberty Bowl yeah. and they're yeah. gonna play against. Like Boston College and just rip oh, their hey, faces well. off. <laughs> That'd be so bad for Boston College. <laughs> yes. No offense, BC. <laughs> yeah, no, but, uh, but yeah, it was just I I went to look at it because I was like, I wonder if the rest, of, like, if Vegas actually respects Matt Corral or if it's just us. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he is the betting favorite yep. for the Heisman right now because his stats are going to be so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Looks good. Yep. I love it. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. I want great story. Yes. And it's a good story. Like, it's cool. Like, it's a great story from and. I also love the backdrop of, of the recruitment of Arch Manning happening right now with it's Corral being, like, Corral putting up these numbers. If you're Arch Manning, you're looking at, like, I mean, Ole Miss was where, you know, yeah, your, your family's gone. Yeah. 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 Like, it's, I don't know. I think it's a cool, like, juxtaposition yep. for, like, you know, for Arch Manning, who's going to be a generational, you know, should be a generational quarterback. Um, and what happens there. There's good, like, good backstories in the SEC there. Right. So, no, I'm, I'm yeah, so I've, I was all in on Ole Miss's win total before the season, and now I really like. Yeah. I this could come all crashing down, but I am I am excited about watching Ole Miss football. I'm I'm disappointed that they're not playing t- this week. I know. But then I'm excited that they got a week off before Bama. It's true. It's huge. It's true. Okay, cool. So those were the three overarching questions that I wanted to wanted mm-hmm, to hit. Mm-hmm. Was this season is ridiculous? Uh, October thirtieth, and then the Heisman odds. We have we have a fun one at a neutral site on week four to start our day. <laughs> number twelve, Notre Makes me Dame sad, versus Makes me number sad. eighteen, Wisconsin at Soldier Field. I know you literally just left. Mm-hmm. You proclaimed your Michiganderism. I know uh, it's gonna be tough to see. Ago. Yes, but to see like just game day in Chicago. Yes, and it's gonna be nice. I, 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 I don't even know if it's gonna be nice. Either way, it's gonna be great. Right. It's just gonna feel weird. It's gonna feel real weird. That, so you said that. That is also the exact quote that Jack Cohen had about this game. He said, uh, "He said, quote, the game will be weird." <laughs> he also mm-hmm. said, uh, "It's going to be a lot of my friends that I'm playing against." So um, we kind of hinted at it at the beginning of the season. He clearly was the guy in the locker room, but Mertz was just too good. Too young. Yeah. Too yeah. You too young just, and too good. Yeah, yeah. You just went with a better younger guy, but. Yeah, he's he's fully admitting that this is going to be mm-hmm. a weird game, and he's right not just for his emotions. I think it's going to be a weird game. Yeah, um, Notre Dame is maybe one of the most injured teams in the country. They're down to their third string left tackle mm-hmm. and their second string um, right guard. They just kind of are moving guys around to mm-hmm. keep it up, which is a little why um, Kerwin Williams hasn't really yep. taken off. Is their their offensive line, which is typically a major strength, is just decimated. Their defense, though, also a little injury riddled. But Kyle Hamilton, this safety, have you seen him? Mm-hmm. Twenty-one tackles, two pass breakups, three ints. The guy is a monster. He's their their best defender, far and away. So th- I think I saw Mike Jeffrey. He was like top five. Yeah, yeah, he's good, good. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be funny when like Mertz is going to have a play where it's like he threw it right to Kyle Hamilton, and it's going to be. Hamilton right. reading Mertz right. like a book. Right. Um, 
Last week, Notre Dame got your cover for you. Yes, sir. Um, 27-13 to 13 against Purdue. They never did get the drum in, which was disappointing. But uh, Oh, yeah, they yeah, couldn't yeah, fit yeah, in the door or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Wisconsin was off last week after their loss to Penn State. They beat up on my Eagles 34-7. I didn't really take much stock in the EMU game, but in the Penn State game, they outgained Penn State 369-297, to had 29 first downs to 11, but had three red zone turnovers. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of like, they can move the ball, Yep. But and Penn State's defense, we've learned, is good. It is good. Yep. So is there a way that Wisconsin can kind of shake off the demons and finish drives? Or is this going to be, you know, Notre Dame kind of being Notre Dame and basically willing a victory out of this thing? Jack Cohen revenge game. Yes. I um, I should have noted, I apologize at the top, the line right now is Notre Dame plus six and a half. It opened at four and a half. So mm-hmm. everybody seems to be on Wisconsin. The over-under is 46 and a half. I... I put this in orange on my spreadsheet because I was tentative about it, but I would take Notre Dame here, and I would probably take, I would take a long look at the money line at plus one ninety. Uh, Wisconsin. You can't see this on the pod, but I'm nodding in agreement yes, in yes, the background. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, just, I like it. Yeah, I I know I haven't been like super high on Notre Dame. We made money off of them on uh, on the Toledo game, mm-hmm. but I just don't think Wisconsin's a touchdown better than Notre Dame. I don't think this is going to be that, that high scoring. First off, so. You, now you're getting into, okay, so you have to hold them to 17 while you score 24 or 27 in order to cover, and I just don't trust that. Yeah. What, are you, what are your thoughts on yeah, that? I, yeah, no, I, I think six is too much. I think Wisconsin squeaks it out, but I think it's, like, very close. I, I think six is too no, much yeah, for I, Notre I don't, Dame. Yeah, I, no, no, I'm with you. I mean, I think the money line is intriguing for sure. I mean, you're getting six it's in just initial because, site. It's mostly because it's plus 190. Yeah, and your like initial site. Yeah, and you're gonna. I mean, this is also Chicago. Like Chicago is going to be a lot of Notre Dame. Yeah, if, this that, I think out of the two, out of all the teams you could put, these are the best two teams probably for Chicago. Yes, like, like it's yes. it makes perfect sense. Yes, it does. Um, I would argue Michigan State next after that, but um, <laughs> just because there's so many of us there. But Wisconsin, there's yeah, Wisconsin's going to show out. Notre Dame's going to show out. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll they be should do team. this more often in Chicago, yes, to be yeah. honest. No, I like. I, th- I think six is just too much. Um, I, I'm taking Notre Dame there. Might look at the money line a little bit closer to game time. But yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. And give me the six and let yes, me ride with that. I think Jack right. Cohn's gonna play well. I think. Yes, I think so too. And I think I think he's played. You know, all things considered, pretty well overall. And I. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I think he's he surprised me a little bit, and I'm I'm gonna ride him here in the revenge game. Yes, that's that's more of where I'm coming at this angle because. I mean, Notre Dame hasn't been crazy impressive. Mm-hmm. We've learned now that Florida State is just a dumpster fire, and mm-hmm. they might have put all their eggs into one basket uh, yes. for that first game. And yep. um, and then the Toledo game was a little, not a little shaky, a lot of shaky. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they have like the like even the Purdue game they they scored late to yep. to really make it twenty seven to th- uh, thirteen there. Yeah. So, but Wisconsin hasn't been really impressive either. So I'll just take. Like you said, six and a half feels like way too much. It's gonna be gritty. It's gonna be yes, a good old Chicago yes, brawl. So like if you it. under forty six and a half, that feels low. Yeah. Twenty three, twenty one. Right. I said Wisconsin? so. I I misspoke there. It, it it's a low number, but I think it goes low. Like yeah, I would, yeah, I would yeah. be. Goes lower. Yeah, I. I don't see a world where one of these teams is like scoring thirty. No, probably not. So it'll be low. It'll be like the Penn State game. Right, right. So we're both on Notre Dame plus a six and a half there. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. move along to dun, 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 <laughs> the three thirty CBS game. The Hogs. The Hogs. Back at home. Let's go. Back at home. They have Texas A and M rolling into town. They are a home dog plus five and a half. Money line is one seventy five for Arkansas. Over under is forty seven. Uh, I'm taking the dog again, especially at home. Let's go. They demolished Texas. I thought they were going to be in a letdown spot last week against Georgia Southern. They cleaned up Georgia mm-hmm, Southern mm-hmm. 45-10, to 10, and K.J. Jefferson kind of got it rolling passing a little bit. Let's call K.J. So I really like Arkansas in this game. The Texas A&M quarterback situation with Haynes King going down in the Colorado game and then a kid named Zach Calzada 
came in. He struggled in relief in the uh, Colorado game and then was good against New Mexico, but that's New Mexico. I love what Arkansas has going on. The place was absolutely electric against Texas, and I see it kind of in a similar spot. I don't think they're going to win like 40 to 20 or whatever that ended up being. But we're back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> Got you again. Uh, Narrator voice. Yes, they weren't uh, back. But I, yeah, Arkansas. I feel that this is also one where plus one seventy five. Like I'm, I'm going to take a long look at that and for Arkansas to win this game. With you, with you, with you. I mean, that's the thing. You think I'm going to bet against Sam Pittman again, home dog? No. Right. I'm betting on Sam Pittman. Who is my coach? Besides Mel Tucker, he's my second favorite yes, coach. Yeah, <laughs> I love him so much. I heard him in an interview this week. He's the oh, man. He's so great. Um, I want to play for him. Also, uh, shout out Pittsburgh State. That's where he went to school. Gary Busey uh, went there for a little bit, but didn't graduate. Uh, well, shocking. Most famous, most famous <laughs> alumni that I saw on the list. But Sam Pitt, I mean, he's gonna have the boys ready. And I think, yeah, this is one of those. The only thing that weirds me out is like, it's one of those games where you're looking at and you're like, why is that so high? Like, what does Vegas know that I don't know? Which a lot, but. Five and a half yeah, seems it, high, and I'm like, uh, let me hammer that. Like, so let me hammer the, that. Let me take the, that all day. The counterpoint to this would be that pretty much Arkansas is going to try and run the football as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, they have Traylon Smith, who has 216 yards and three touchdowns. KJ Jefferson has 180 yards rushing and two touchdowns as their quarterback. And the best player probably on the field is going to be DeMarvin Leal. Uh, he's a defensive lineman for, um, for Texas A&M. Big old single digit boy. He's it's him and Kayvon Thibodeau for one two right. in the draft. Right. He's gonna go probably top five. He's insanely good. And so if he can if they I know it's one guy on the defensive line, but if he can take up two or three guys, get somebody Right, you know that, that kind of thing. Right. But I don't think that's gonna happen. That was my biggest n- n- like nervy moment, right. I guess if he could say. And their biggest thing too on the on the other side of the ball is just getting Spiller going. Yes. And if like you know he has, you know he's been he's what is he averaging right now is about six point three per t- or per carry. Mm-hmm. He's looked good at times, and at times it's not looked as great as he yes as and previous. And like Texas A&M is kind of a weird team to read because of their because of the quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're the the only team they've really played is Colorado, and it was weird. And it was ten seven. Yes. Yes. So, um, no, I'm with you. We're we're both on the hogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus the five and a half there. And I like the money line sprinkle with you. Yeah, plus 175 for that. We then move on to the ABC game of the night. This is a weird line. That's such a weird line. Um, West Virginia is taking on number four, Oklahoma, in Norman at 730 on ABC. Mountaineers getting 16 and a half. It is 55 and a half as the over-under. Oklahoma has not been impressive. Mm-mm. But West Virginia, just, there's like, last week they looked great against Virginia Tech for the first half mm-hmm. and then had to hang on for dear life. They won 27 to 21, which is a really good win. You know, taking, taking care of the Hokies, an ACC team out of conference, that's a good win. Jared Dagey has, feels like he's been their quarterback for 15 years. Um, he's got 730 yards passing, six TDs, three interceptions. They are going to lean on Letty Brown. He's got uh, six touchdowns already in three games. They are minus five in the turnover category through three games. And that's where I went to try, and I was coming into this. You wanted, wanted to take this. I wanted to take it because yep. it's, it's a lot of points. Right. And the way Oklahoma has looked is not awesome. But if Daggy throws two picks and, they, and Letty Brown fumbles and you gift them 17 points, that's the 17 that I needed you to not gift. Right. <laughs> so, right. And I think um, that's the thing is Vegas is teasing you to take that line. Yes. And I think that's where I'm like, I'm taking Oklahoma. Because, yeah, I don't trust – I just don't trust West Virginia. And I think – and if there's going to be a game that Spencer Rattler actually puts everything together, it should be this game where yes. you're at home, under the lights. He likes the moment. Right, and this should so be, this and, is more of a moment than being on FS1. And they should, yeah, they should FN. be, they should be to my seventeen. Yes. But I don't love it, but I'm gonna take it because I love betting. But <laughs> <laughs> so you're on Oklahoma. I'm on to Oklahoma. Win by seventeen, just in the a points. Rattler get back game, yep. or not even like a get back game, but more of just like it's a like get, get, just, just chill. Just yeah, get like, like uh, yeah, just be, be you. Yeah, like don't. Yeah, yeah. You're pressing way too much. Yeah, yeah. And I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? 
would you like, I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but would you like to go to Norman, Oklahoma? Because these there's tickets going right now for this game, which I don't really get because it's a good game under the lights. Mm-hmm. $34. Oh, I would absolutely. Let's go. Yeah. Like, we, can, we can sit like. In the Sooner Schooner? Yeah. Is that just like fifty dollars? We do- <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, like this is like we're let's go. <laughs> I mean, thirty four bucks for this game is going to be. Yeah. Do you get a Saturday night in Oklahoma? I mean, hey. Yeah. Again, we'll stop. Please uh, sponsor us yes, so we exactly, can go to these things. Exactly. We're waiting. Perfect. So, so okay, I am going to stay away until I end up taking West Virginia after a few beers <laughs> and regretting the hell out of it. <laughs> Um, no, I'm I'm legitimately just gonna stay away from this game. I don't I don't like it. Um, I I was thinking that Oklahoma's offense was gonna be more powerful against Nebraska. That was a just a sloppy slugfest type of game. Um, that interception was so. Mm, that was this. <laughs> I don't even know how you actually do no, that. No, I don't either. But um, but yeah, okay. So you're you're all over that for Oklahoma. Get uh, giving the sixteen and a half at home. Mm-hmm. Let's now move on to our squads. Jonathan, you had quite a victory this weekend. That was so much fun. It's crazy that this team is like, it's this, you know, I mean, it's not the same team because of how many transfers we have, but Mm -hmm. that it's the same program as last year because it's just, it's fun football. Like, it's fun football. And in the spot where you were thinking like, okay, maybe this is a spot where, you know, uh, Miami's getting the ball, driving, you know, late or late, Early, late in the third, early fourth, mm-hmm. we're like this could be a touchdown for Miami if they put something together. Then, then now we're playing to come back. Defense steps up big, huge, huge sack fumble. Um, just like I mean, just just when plays needed to be made, plays were being had, and that yeah. was through Thorne Walker. That sack the defense felt like like it deflated the stadium. Of what yeah. we were right about that. Of what the, the, fact the that, half people that were, yeah, they were just <laughs> the half Miami a, people, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you guys turned it on in the fourth quarter and ran away with this yeah. one, thirty-eight seventeen. Um, we hinted at, or we not hinted, we actually talked about Kenneth Walker earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, we did. You, I did not realize that you, that Michigan State did not have a rushing touchdown last year. Oh yeah, so yeah, when I in the podcast I thought we had two, and nope. that was two more than we had. Yep, and from a yeah from a running back. Yes, yeah, so Kenneth Walker has five already. He also has one receiving uh, that happened in this game. I was so. This is the first game that I was actually like really able to watch Michigan State, mm-hmm. and I was shocked at how easy it was for him to get to the outside, and any like any time he touched it, it was a quick nine yards. Mm-hmm. And I know we went through on the last pod and, and joked about how bad Miami's linebackers were, but they were horrific, and mm-hmm. he made them look bad. It was yeah. a lot of broken tackles and. 10 and 15 yard gainers. Mm-hmm. And it this was, is, it was impressive. That's also the thing, like, walk, I mean, Walker's insane. Walker's awesome. But mm-hmm. you all are, like, Michigan State's offensive line, compared to the last two, three years, is night and day. Like, they look good and they look like they can push people. I mean, you're still, with Miami, you're facing guys, you know, top talent guys, right? You you're should facing, be, yeah. you're, you know. Yeah. What so, Manny Diaz is doing with them is beyond. Right, right. That's true. That's, was that's so true. Bad too. <laughs> there was a couple of times there was, where he was just yes. head scratching. But, but, um, but that's, I think that's the thing. You're, you're seeing the offensive line mature a little bit. You know, Horse, who we got from Arkansas State, has looked real good. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're back to Michigan State football. This is what Michigan State football should be. It's like hard nose, running the ball, good quarterback great play. Great determination, yeah. Yeah, great Yeah, going into an opponent's, you know, even if it is half, you know, half. Uh, Michigan State fans, yeah, uh, or half full. Yeah. It it's still, it's still, yeah, it's still it a road win. Yeah, and it's still yeah. something that, like, I think you know, this early on in your in your uh, in your tenure for Mel Tucker, it's, it's an amazing win. Yep, I'm nervous that this win won't look as good later on in the season. Yeah, because Miami feels like the wheels are just going to fall off here. But that I think yeah. has more to do with one. Derek King now is is quote extremely doubtful for their game this week. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but this is we're not going to talk about Miami. We are here to talk about your Spartans. Yeah, uh, yeah. and we can talk about Nebraska. I think that's I was gonna gonna, say, that's so going to be the thing here. Is like minus, how, how do we respond? Minus five on the road big, big in Lincoln. Uh, this is a night game, seven o'clock on FS1. Over under is fifty two. Um, it's a weird line. It is a weird line. It feels too low. It feels way too low. But then Nebraska looked pretty good way okay yeah, yeah and i don't know if that was oklahoma's offense just sputtering or if they actually had something to do with it 
And, um, and then, like I mentioned to you before the pod, before we started recording, and just the Illinois game, it's tough to get out of your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's tough to get that out of your head. Right, but they... And you're coming, Michigan State's coming off a huge, huge win, so is this a letdown spot? I don't think so. I think Mel Tucker's... I think because if this game was at ready. if this game was at like noon or like eleven o'clock local mm-hmm. or or if it, even if it was like a three thirty game I think there would be a little bit I think under the lights you just get jacked up anyway. Strike so, the stadium. Right. Go to the woodshed. Yeah. I'll be there. Let's no. go. Um, isn't it at? It's at Michigan State. Oh okay. Yeah. I, I missed that completely. No, I thought it was at Nebraska. Yeah. No, we're at home. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to East Lansing and I have a ticket, so. Yeah. Hope I don't know to God, it's not that. in yeah, uh, that's, Nebraska. That's on me. No, you're good. I completely, yeah. Um, the So Miami's linebackers are horrific. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's linebackers have, between the three of them, 30 tackles, 27 tackles, and 23 tackles with two picks and three pass deflections. So, Kenneth Walker. Right. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm more pointing out that there's going to be, there should be at least a little bit more resistance yeah, from yeah, 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 yeah. what was happening yep. um, down in South Beach. No, so. for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be... I think Michigan State wins this by 10. Got it. I think, yeah, I think under the lights. And did you hear uh, Tucker's comment? Like, how does your team feeling uh, after three being 3 0? He goes, He could be 3 9. Yeah, could, well, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I asked him how they'd feel about being 3 9. Yep. I was like, I love that. Yep. So, um, I am going to join you on that. I did not, I, yeah, I completely, I have it right here. Michigan State at Nebraska had all of my, <laughs> I don't know why, how I just completely missed that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to join you then. Uh, giving five at home in a big spot like this, it feels like, you know, he especially if he's gonna if he's trying to like trademark the woodshed as like getting it out there. This is going to be a big. They're going to be hyped because yeah. this is their first real home. Like, you know, right. no offense, Youngstown State, but this is the first real home game. Big yeah, Ten and opponent. It's, yeah, yeah. And it's been, yeah, and it's been you know obviously last year nobody was allowed in, but that right. was probably for the benefit of your guys. And then, you know. Yeah. When's the last massive game that you had as a night game? No, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a bit. That's for sure. Cool, cool. So now we head down 96 and then over from 23 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, head over to Ann Arbor. <laughs> they are hosting Rutgers. It'll be a 3.30 kickoff on ABC. The line for this is Michigan is favored by 20. The over-under is 49.5. Um it's the same thing that we said last week. We, I, I hinted at that it would get, it was going to be out of hand in the first half. I just didn't know how much. I did not realize that Michigan was going to score on their first nine drives as a touchdown. Yep. Um, it was sixty-three to ten against Northern Illinois. There. So in, I know it's yes. I get that it's cliche, and that's the only thing that we have going. But our rushing stats from twenty twenty. Which we played six games, yep. two and four, seven hundred eighty-nine yards and twelve touchdowns in those six games. Twelve touchdowns, goodness, not bad. Yeah. Through three games, we have one thousand fifty-one rush yards, so almost two hundred and fifty more, mm-hmm. and fifteen touchdowns. <laughs> so, yes, I understand that we haven't really played anybody, but again, like Rutgers also really hasn't played anybody. They played Q's. Play whoever's in front of you. Um, 17-7, they killed Temple, who's terrible, and they beat Delaware, who's an FCS school that isn't featured in their top 25 of the FCS. Shout out Joe Flacco. Shout out Joe Flacco, is right. Um, I think this is going to be something similar, where we're still not going to know about Cade McNamara. Like, the, he, Harbaugh's going to do what is getting him praise and getting people talking, and that's going to be running the football excessively. And... It, until somebody shows that they can stop it a little bit, I think he's just going to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Rutgers has had a great start. Shiano has got the boys fired up, but I don't. I think that like next year or the year the after, the talent's still not there. Right, yeah. right. And and with these rushing totals that just keep popping up, I think there's yeah they can win by twenty one. Kind of like the Nebraska game with against Illinois. I can't get the Rutgers Syracuse game out of my mind. Because I bet Rutgers that game, and it was just bad football. Was it? And uh, I watched a lot of it, and it was, oh you know, man, it's one of those games. I where thankfully it, had some, yeah, I, yeah, that was week, yeah, week two, <laughs> yeah. nooner, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, that, so I I I I think Michigan covers here. I think 
Oh, I mean, yeah, I would take. I'd definitely take him. What is it? Minus twenty. Minus it's 20? minus twenty, which feels like a lot. But then, yeah, no, I don't. Like I, last week felt like a lot, and they covered yeah. it twice. Yeah, I think they covered pretty easily here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're not going to see much of Cade in this. No, I don't think. No, and that's. I mean, what, Rutgers' defense is, is better than. It's the best defense you've probably played. Well, Washington's not a bad defense, but. No, but I, Rutgers isn't a terrible defense. No, I know it's not, but but I, think I still think with, you're going to be able yes, to get. Up, they're Washington not going to score on you. That's that's right. the problem. I don't think. Right. And then you're going to walk, you know, and then you're... At Wisconsin. You're setting yourself up at Wisconsin, your first real test there yes. on the road in Madison. So hopefully Notre Dame kind of beats them up and then we can, we can go, <laughs> yeah, go in go. there. Yeah, do us a solid domers. Mm-hmm. No. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, it. the Michigan thing is literally going to be, I'm going to have the same exact comment next week, I have a feeling. Where yeah. it's going to be, we're just going to be talking about these prolific rushing totals and that... Cade's stats this year are 24 for 37, 371 yards and three touchdowns in three games. So That's he's a, averaging like 120 yards passing. Matt Corral did that in the first uh, first half of his yeah. first game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but he, th- next week it's going to be 34 for, you know, 49 or whatever. He's going to go like 10 yeah, for 12. Yeah. And have a hundred and he's going to have to throw against Wisconsin. That's going to be right. that's going to be such a fun game as like a new. I should say neutral because I'm not neutral, but as a person as a person that doesn't ha- isn't rooting for either of those teams, mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting for sure. It's going to be a super fun game just to see because McNamara is going to have to play. You know, he's going to have to do something in that game. Right. I know we're jumping ahead of Rutgers, but uh, but I'm excited for that. And then yeah, what is Wisconsin? Wisconsin coming off of a deflating loss or a huge win in Chicago? Yeah. Um, that's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, so we're both on Michigan covering. I know you're a little more hesitant, but... No, I like it. I okay. like it. Yep. Can, can I tell before we transition into our next one, can we... Rutgers? So Rutgers, you, you said Temple at Syracuse, Delaware, so 3-0, and and then go at Michigan against Ohio State at home, and then at Michigan, or Michigan State at home. Whew. You're going to find out a lot right yeah. now. <laughs> yep. Find out a lot about yourselves. So... Yes, I uh, have fun with that, yeah. Mr. Shiano. They also showed oh, on uh, SportsCenter last night with SVP, they showed uh, 2007 Rutgers against yes, Louisville. Yes, it was so oh, good. It was yeah, so it was great. Ball, it, was like, yeah. Yeah. it was like, I don't want you to be that good, but I. it was it pretty was cool fun. to see. Yes. Um, do we... So let's see. I have I have the Too Smart for Football segment again, All if right. you want it. We were 0-2 last week. What? <laughs> Wait, I had. I had oh no, you had no, Stanford. You picked. You yep. told me to pick one, and yep. I picked Stanford. That's true. Yes, I was wrong. Northwestern looked bad. Yep. So I'm one and zero. Yes, I am zero and one in the two smart for football. We have four. We have four this week. Kansas. Do I just have to pick one. Yes. Okay. Kansas at Duke. Duke is giving sixteen to the Jayhawks mm-hmm. in Durham. Georgia at Vandy in Nashville. It Not is thirty-five that. and a half. Not touching that. Ohio. Is going to Northwestern for the nice 11 a.m. start time on Big Ten Network. 14 and a half is the number there. Mm-hmm. And uh, probably the best too smart for football team. Uh, number 24 UCLA is going to Stanford. Stanford is getting five on the farm. I'm going back to Palo Alto. Yes. Give me the five with Stanford. Okay. Five with Stanford. That is, uh, again, on the Pac-12 Network, so you're not allowed to watch it. Yeah, yep. Um I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take none of the smart schools. I would take Stanford, but you took them. I, oh, sorry. No, you're good. So I am going to take Ohio, mm. getting fourteen and a half against Northwestern. We're gonna get. You're gonna get like an email from or an email. A tweet from some Ohio alum that doesn't like that you just called their school not a smart school. Well. Is it not? <laughs> well, <laughs> not yeah. I think it's pretty good, actually. Athens, <laughs> Ohio, yeah. <laughs> well, I do, uh, again, I do that's not know at, the prestige of Ohio. Is that JJ Hockey? Oh, yes, exactly. Oh, zero, zero, 004? Yep, yep. You can, uh, you can come at me, Bobcats fans, if you, uh, <laughs> if you feel. Well. No, I have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six more plays. How many are you looking at? I got five. So, okay, perfect. Do you want me to go run through mine? Sure. Go All ahead. Right. I'll do them quick. Yep. Uh, Love and Western minus three after the big win of Pitt. You had it too, didn't you? <laughs> Nine and a half hours on a plane <laughs> from Honolulu. I also stayed up. Uh, that game started at 12.30 a.m. Yep. Eastern time. I made it till about the middle of the third quarter. And San Jose State, I was super high on before the year. 
Uh, they are not as good as I thought they were. They it was uh, and Western tough, is slim. Western yes. is good. Yes, Western coming off of a forty four forty one win at Pitt. Um, I don't really. That was weird. Yeah, that was, they it just was never could get Pitt could never get in a defensive rhythm. The only thing that gives me pause here is no Tim Lester. Tim Lester. Yes, he's got. Uh, he's got out COVID. with COVID. Hopefully, he's all right. Yes, but uh, he's the head coach for the Broncos. He will not be there. But uh, getting three in Waldo. Mm-hmm. After the travel that that uh, San Jose State has, um, I'm on them with you. Yep, I like it. Perfect. All right, next one. Mm-hmm. Louisville oh. minus one and a half. I, I stared at this one. <laughs> I stared at it at Florida State. Um, it pains me to take Louisville here because I love you know I have good friends that went to Florida State. Shout out Dave Byers. Shout out Dave Byers. Um, but yeah, Louisville looked good. Louisville looked like a Louisville did look good. Like they found they found themselves a little bit. Yes. Um, and I think Florida State isn't there. Oh my and gosh! It looks tough. And that was the I. I was a little nervous trying to sell myself because like I still think of Florida State as like a brand name, you know. And so when I bet be against them day. with Wake, getting five or giving five and a half rather last mm-hmm. week, it was like I don't know. And then Wake came out and just demolished yep. them, and it was like all right, well I don't. So I don't know if they're gonna just go like. Two and ten or yeah. what? But um, yeah. yeah, I stared at that. I, yeah, and Louis Cunningham is fun. Like he's just yes, fun he to watch fun. play football. Yes, um, even though he lost me a bet last week, but you know you win some, you lose some. Well, um, we were just not on his side. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, true. that's my point. Yeah, so now I'm on his side. Mm-hmm. So don't let me down, Malik. Um, uh, speaking of someone that let me down, going back to the well with Maryland. Okay. And Mike Loxley, uh, minus fourteen and a half uh, at home against Kent State. I don't think Kent State's that good. I think Maryland is sneaky good. Like they didn't blow out. No, Illinois. but it, it feels like Talia plays really well against mm-hmm. his bad teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I I like it. Give me the, give me the or lay the points there. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't you know I would just beat Kent State by twenty three. I'm, I'm I'm okay with yes. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, a couple other ones. Two more. Well, we already picked this because this was uh. You made me pick it in the uh, Too Smart for Football. Oh, Stanford. But Stanford plus four and a half. We don't have to go down the road. And then one that, you know, it, it pains me because I was such a big, I mean, I still am such a big Brock Purdy fan. But I think seven points. Um, at Baylor. At Baylor for Iowa State is too much. I Give me the give me the points with Baylor. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I mean, I'll be rooting for Iowa State as someone that took their over. But yes. seven just seems too much. It's going to be a close game, I think. Yeah. I, uh, I tend to agree with you there. I just don't. I don't ever know what Brock Purdy game I'm getting. Yes. And so when it's like a spotty situation like this, I don't want to just like, oh, yeah, like he's going to throw for 300 yards and, and, you know, rush for two more touchdowns or whatever. Right. Like it's just a little nerve-wracking. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you on that. But then there's the other, like I can kind of see it the other way where if he does have his good game, then it's 35-17 right. or something like that. Um Okay, cool. So I am on there. This doesn't have a line yet, and I don't. I I found one doing research, but uh, the last time I did that, I was off by ten points. So I don't know how accurate this is. Mm-hmm. Um, Villanova is going to Beaver Stadium to take on Penn State. Villanova is an FCS school. The thing that I found said that they were getting twenty nine and a half. Villanova is the number seven school in the FCS rankings. Um, they have a win over Richmond, who was number 18 down there, uh, 34 to 27 last week. They also have put up over 45 points in their other two games against Lehigh and Bucknell. I know nobody cares about that because obviously they're going to be playing Penn State. This is more about Penn State being that was coming off the big, the big massive game. win mm-hmm. and all the energy and everything it took. And then Villanova, I think, is just a good FCS team and they're going to they're going to play within that number. I think they mm-hmm. can they can get it done. Um their turnover mar- Villanova's turnover margin in 3 games is plus 11. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Let's go. That was that it really has nothing to do with like it, that's more of a situational play. That's just I I don't know that that'll come out on Saturday morning and I'll tweet that um what that number ends up being, but for right now that's the one that I could find. So we'll see. That's at noon on Big Ten Network. Um, I was with you on Western Michigan. Nice. I hinted at it earlier. NC State getting five and a half at home against Clemson. 
3.30 on ESPN. Clemson has averaged only 322 yards of total offense in their three games. They have only averaged 22 points a game. We referenced the 14-8 win against Georgia Tech last week. Um, NC State's rushing attack seems to be pretty good. They uh, they have a guy, uh, not Donovan, but Zonovan with a Z. Zonovan, like Zonovan Wright. 298 and two touchdowns. Uh, Ricky Person Jr. is more of their Thunder guy. He's 165 and three touchdowns. Um, basically, I'm going. I'm I'm betting this game so that way it forces me to pay attention to it. So Clemson can show me what the hell is going on and if they if they can actually take care of business. So I'm going to take the nine and a half at home for that. My next one, I we were on the Ole Miss over just by being a ridiculous amount of points. Mm-hmm. UTSA, the Roadrunners, me me, are going to Memphis. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a good game, like you, fun fun game. Over is sixty eight. It's at three thirty on ESPNU. UTSA, oh. four hundred and fifty eight yards of total offense and per game. They're averaging thirty nine point four points per game. Memphis is at five hundred and four yards of total yeah, offense. Mark. And 43 points per game. UTSA does have a sneaky little defense, but I don't. Th- I think Memphis has too many horses to be able to run with that. And uh, like give me it. the over of 68 there. That just feels like a chaotic, weird, a lot of points mm-hmm. type of game. Um, I got two more. Mm-hmm. K-State, I saw this stat. Oh, I like this too. I, I looked at that earlier. Yeah, K-State, uh, number 24 K-State. Number four, hey. Uh, Playing good ball. Yes, they are. Going to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, that was highway robbery. I don't know who watched it, but Mm -hmm. that how basically that Boise got a fumble, ran it in for a touchdown with about four minutes to go to seal the game to put them up 20, what would have been uh, 27-21, and they blew the play dead instead of letting the play run out and then realized that it was a fumble afterwards mm-hmm. but couldn't review it. Mm-hmm. Um, then Oklahoma ended up salting the game away. Or Oklahoma State, excuse me, ended up salting the game away, 120-120. K-State is getting six on the road, but they have uh, this stat from Betts Trends. I uh, mentioned them last week. They're Plus awesome six? Column. Plus six. Plus six on the road. That seems like a lot. Uh, yes, and that's what I thought. And uh, this Add it sta- to my card. This stat backed it up. We'll do. Uh Ten and three against the spread. Their last thirteen games against Oklahoma State. I will. I know that um, Skylar Thompson is out again, but Will Howard seems to be a proven backup that can play Oklahoma State after coming back from from Boise. I just I trust K State in this spot. So then um, I forget their coach's name, but he's the North Dakota State coach from back in the day, oh, yeah, yeah. and he seems to kind of be building the program up like that and, and instilling trust and instilling confidence. So, uh, Bill Snyder. <laughs> the very same. They just keep bragging about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if they just like they just interview only Bill Snyders? They're just like, hey, right. hey you can only apply if you're Bill Snyder. <laughs> His name's Chris Kleeman. Oh, yes, yeah, Kleeman. Kleeman. Chris Kleeman, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think K-State can... Uh, can hang in that game and it may potentially even win. No, I like that. That seems like a lot too for K State. Yes, yeah. Oklahoma uh, State's not that great. No, and their offense didn't show me. At, they showed absolutely nothing in, yep. that, in that game. So um, that feels like another slugfest. It's a little bit like the Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame Wisconsin game, where mm-hmm. I just it'll be shocking to me if one of these teams scores like thirty four. So in, if that's the case, then I'll take twenty seven, twenty four, or mm-hmm. whatever. So um, last one, you were on it last week. I'm going to jump on them this week. The Trojans. Minus 10 at home against Oregon State. That's a 10-30 start on FS1. They're still just... Hey, shout out to the Clay Helton revenge game. Good good to do it for them, boys. Good to do it for them, boys. That's your late night get back at 3.30. Late night get back at 3.30. Um, Slovis left the game, and (laughs) some, (laughs) some dude came in for USC. His name was Jackson Dart. Which is just oh, the Jackson. most. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a great name. Um, he ended up getting injured, so Slovis back in for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, USC has this wide receiver. You know how they always have like some crazy wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, Drake London is this year's version of of Mike Williams, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, mm-hmm. anyone that you want to pick. Um, Twenty nine catches, three hundred seventy five yards, and three touchdowns through three games. 
He the next closest guy on their team has twelve receptions. So <laughs> yes, um, the Beefs do have a pretty good rush attack. They're at one hundred ninety-two yards a game, but that is where the strength of the Trojan defense lies. They've only given up hundred yards per game, so I think this is kind of um, a steady like as she goes type of type of game where USC can can put the screws to Oregon State and kind of kind of get back to what they wanted to be this year after after the bad loss to Stanford. So there you have it. There um, you go. Let's go. I like that pick too. Good yeah, job. Thank you, man. Uh, quick rundown. Uh, we are both on Notre Dame uh, plus the six and a half. We are both on Arkansas uh, plus the five and a half. John is on Oklahoma minus 16 and a half. We are both on Michigan State at home. At home. At home. At home. Where are we at? At home. At the woodshed. At the woodshed. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Shout out, random year Citrus Bowl team. Congratulations. I what it was like nineteen eighty yeah. something. Um, Michigan State minus five. We're both on Michigan minus twenty. Uh, your your layup lines were uh, Western Michigan. We both had minus three. What were your other uh, few there? Uh, Louisville minus one and a half, Maryland minus fourteen and a half, Stanford plus four and a half, Baylor plus four. I'm gonna come with you on the uh, on the Memphis UTSA over Kansas State plus six and USC minus ten. I like those three too. Perfect. I'm gonna add them to my card. Yes. So NC State plus nine and a half, uh, Villanova. Once we find out a number, I saw twenty nine and a half, but it, I'll also tweet that out because if it ends up being like something crazy off, like it was last time, then I'll I might stay away from it. But um, so there you have it. That was uh, episode five, week four. Week, week four. four. Pick them with the boys. When I said the 1980 Citrus Bowl, I meant the 2000 Citrus Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a good weekend. Hey, go Mercer. Beat Furman. Oh, what's the... We, I don't know what the line is, but you can listen to it online. Oh. You know Nancy Grace is. So. Yes. Yep. All right, go Mercer Bears. Take care, everyone. All right, bye, y'all. See you.